Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, what's This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam oh. Session and AJS Productions. No fa- well, that wasn't supposed to happen. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what happened with that was there, there, there was a file that breaks up the, audio, the video tracks, and it just ignored it. That's what happened. And I thought I had it fixed that time. Because if y'all remember from, like, when we first started doing the show, you, you get the intro, and then it would just go right into the et- outro because the, the blank file, like, the the dead air for 30 seconds, they would not kick in because it couldn't find it, so it just kept going. For some reason, VLC did that. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 391. We are that podcast that talks about anime games, conventions, the fandom, a geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijon Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm freaking freezing. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two of us. Um... Yeah, I contemplated going and putting on my bathrobe and sitting at the computer while we were doing this. I actually grabbed the blanket off of my bed and have it wrapped around me. So you're pretty much a Mako burrito roll at this point? I am a burrito. (laughs) I actually envy you both because for those of you who don't know, um, you can't see it. And I'm not about to flip the camera around so you can see it, but right in front of my my monitor here is the window. And what I like about the fact is when I'm working, I can see people going back and forth if somebody's coming to visit me or not. But what sucks is that when it gets cold, it's not properly sealed. So <clears throat> there is a giant black, not black, clear plastic that's over it. And yikes. And what I used to, what I generally do is during... Like during the summer, I would cut it, open it up, put the put the uh, air conditioner, then put it back. Over time, it wears down. So tomorrow, I'm gonna have to go to Home Depot and get heavy duty plastic, uh, packing tape, and masking and, and, and duct tape. So you know that's what we're get yourself some do. flex glue. That'll stop. That'll seal it up. No, it's gonna come with some actual sealant for it. But the thing is that we'll make sure it stays. You need um. A hairdryer, and I don't, I'm not going to drop money for a hairdryer. I'd rather just get bulk plastic, cut it to size, and just tape it over and replace it when need be. Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we are live tonight, week of January 30th, 2019, uh, live here on Twitch TV, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Um, you can find us through uh, our interactive room at live.vogdotwork.com. You go there. There is a pop-up there, and you can join us in the chat room. So we're chilling, having a good time. We're doing our Tuesday show tonight, and when we get into my weekend day, I'll explain everything. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so just so you know, you can find us through uh, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, Twitch TV slash Vog Network, and the other great people who host our feed as well. So thank you to them. You can find us in our Discord chat at discord.com slash vognetwork.com slash discord. You go there, join the chat, and you're having a good time. Um, I think this is it. No more check-ins, passphrases, and stuff. I think we're actually done with that. So, um, yeah. So, we're going to go around the room real quick. So, outside of the cold, how is everybody? Eh... 
I, I, I know that feel. So we're going to go around the room. How was your week? How was your day? Ari, you kick us off while I go set up um, my tablet for the show. All right. Um, this past Saturday, we uh, went to Beer Fest up in Ashbury, Ashbury Park, which was a whole lot of fun. Thank you for that, Mako, again. Very welcome. Now, <clears throat> even in the context of the festival, I thought that we would have a uh, a lot more to drink. But what they did was they gave us this little cup when you came in. It was like about this big or so. Mine's on the other side of my bedroom. I don't feel like getting up and getting in. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it had a little ha- little uh, dash mark on it. it. Said two ounces, and that's where everyone, all the vendors, would fill up the beer to. Wait, there's an actual line mark on there. Yeah, you didn't notice? No. Huh. Well, anyway, it, it's, we still went to like several dozen vendors and just kept doing little shots of beer. I guess you want to call it that. You see it yet? No, I don't have it with me here. And, oh, and sorry. I, I thought you were looking down at it. No, <clears> I'm <throat> looking at my tablet and I think it's finally dead or something. I, I don't know. Ouch. Yeah, where it's where I kept it plugged in. I didn't think. Well, you know, I'll just let it sit for right now. So, uh, gotta be also, one of those I, days. Oh. Mm-hmm. Also, I went to a friend's to watch the Royal Rumble, or at least tried to. But because they have cats and they're very friendly, I got so stuffed up that I couldn't even breathe. So I had to leave early. Ooh. Um, but you know, another friend of mine ha- has his a. Uh, WWE Network info saved on my PS4, and so I just watch it the day after it, after I got home from work. Well, that's good. Uh, we're also going over there to see the uh, Super Bowl, and I'm pretty much going to think, I'm pretty much thinking, okay, I'll just get one of those, you know, surgical masks and just wear them over there. Maybe that'll help. Because they're all going to the same person's place to watch the Super Bowl. Mm. <laughs> got to make something, too, while I'm at it. I have a shit ton of... Uh, recipe bookmarks too so it should it's not like I'm, i'll be uh, short on ideas you know oh that's good and other than that let's just try not to go crazy at work easier said than done oh yeah so yeah that's how things been going for me there we go and it finally comes up bless all right um mako chan how was your week how was your day uh week was pretty good um, went to, you know, beer fest this weekend and as the designated driver, I can say that there were a lot of other vendors there mm-hmm. and I yep. had a lot of really yummy food <laughs> and spent way too damn much on the very yummy food. Yeah. Some of it was a little overpriced. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's a festival kind of thing, so I'm not surprised. But, uh, yeah, um, basically, other than that, just trying to get ready for, uh, my birthday. Yay. Is it going to be snow or rain for your birthday this year? It's going to be rain. It's supposed to be in the 50s next Wednesday, so. What? Yeah, I I don't remember it ever being this warm. Um, 99.9% of the time, I I end up with at least, you know, a little bit of flurry on my birthday. Um, has been since I was born. 
you know, during a blizzard and everything, because that's just me. Uh, but yeah, it's actually supposed to be really crappy and rainy. So in other words, a typical Makoto day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of. But I mean, that's, that's about it. Just trying to get ready for this weekend and next weekend and all of the fun things in between and, you know, survive work. <laughs> that reminds me, you gotta give me some idea of like what you want. So I know what to get you. Booze. Yeah. I'm besides that, but okay. I can figure something out. Yeah, just like, you know, you know, like you say like, okay, this fandom or whatever fandom, and uh, you know, I'll be, I'll just take it from there, I guess. Uh, probably easiest would either be Sailor Moon or Doctor Who. Well then. And I've got your gift coming from Japan, so... Mine? Yeah. Huh. Well, your birthday is after mine. Well, yeah, but... Whenever someone tells me, like, your gift is coming from, you know, someplace this far away, I'm like, this is going to be really good or really bad. No, I, I have friends in Japan who do random shopping trips and sell the stuff that they do at those random random shopping trips. So when she posted it, I said, I'm taking that and that <laughs> will be your birthday gift. So that reminds me, my birthday is on a Tuesday this year. Eh, I mean, what, what, well, I'd say ask for a day off, you know, maybe my birthday was on a Tuesday last year. Yeah, I would look really good sitting in a booth with resting asshole face and a happy birthday hat on my head. More like, more <laughs> like a resting motherfucker face, you know? I shouldn't curse on the stream, but my mistake. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna try not to curse on the stream, so, you know. Have a resting Samuel L. Jackson face, okay? <laughs> okay, so here's my weekend day. Yes, I was with the squad, you know, for uh, Beer Fest. And again, thank you for the Christmas gift, Mako-chan. Welcome. Oh, just wait till you see your birthday gift. Oh, God. <laughs> but, um, so he here's the thing. So right after we did last week's show, um, I had to re I decided to replace one of the fans in my computer. So I waited about Thursday, late about one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'll do this real quick, go to bed, work, whatever. So I go ahead, I start to put the new fan on, and I notice like something was up with the cooler. So I said the the cooler leaked or something. I saw water. I shut it off, pulled the board out. Blasted it with compressed air, let it sit, reassembled it, put the extra fan on, everything was was running great. System boots up, it locks up. Okay, fine. Now, sometimes when I do work on my machine, it does lock up here or there. Restart, everything goes through, fine. I keep hearing like a, like a, like not, maybe a popping sound, but like a tick sound through the headphones. So, I, I futz her with the drivers reboot she stops dead in her tracks venus will not boot up so i go to my laptop i'm like let me see if i can buy replacement parts i can and it's going to be very cost effective to do so 
But the thing is interesting is that I said that I was going to upgrade my build like in the next couple of months. I didn't expect to do it so soon. So I just sat on that trying to figure out how what's the best possible way for me to do this. So I called uh, one of my one of our new staffers, D Styles, Thursday night, explained the situation. I just needed somebody who's just as tech savvy as me to convince me to go ahead and just fl just flip the switch and just go. And he did. Six hundred and thirty dollars later, done. On the plus side, I have a free copy of the Division Two coming to me for PC. Not bad. Yeah. The thing is, I have I don't know if I'm going to redeem it yet because I did say I want to play the first one. I might just pick it up for Xbox One and see. Maybe who knows? I could trade somebody like the PC code for an Xbox One copy. I don't know. Whatever. So I go ahead. I place the order. So I'm like, I got to figure out how to do this because. When I ordered it through Newegg, they have what's called local shipping. If you're within, like, New York, New York Tracy area, parts of California, Illinois, they have a warehouse there so they can just ship it directly to you for same day. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just pay 10 bucks for same day, take a shot in the dark, and get it before I go. Because at the time, my neighbors had gone away for vacation, so I'm like, I'm not sure how to hit, whatever. But I go ahead and I see, like, there's an option for shop runner. Because I have a Newegg membership and I have PayPal, I have a free membership to ShopRunner. So any site that supports ShopRunner, I get free two-day shipping. So that's cool. So I'm like, you know what? I'll go ahead and do that. And I go ahead and I put it through. It says, estimate delivery Monday. Okay, fine. I'll have it on Monday and I'm good. I'm tracking the, pa the package. Package shows up Saturday while I'm gone at my house. So I'm just like, well... I'm going home right after Beer Fest. So I go home, and it's right there on my porch. And that's one thing I like about my neighborhood. I've had packages sitting on the porch for two, three days, and it's not bothered. Now, as it may take a hit for the weather, but we'll see. And I was kind of worried because of how cold it was that it might affect the, process, the unit. But as you can see, we're live with the new parts, and we're totally up and running now. So we're good with that. So as for yesterday... I, instead of doing like a fresh installation of Windows, I just dropped everything in. I'm like, it'll redetect all the AMD stuff. Done. And that's where we ran into the issues. The issues with the web cameras. The issues with the audio output. Windows was so used to my old setup that it couldn't, it tried to apply to my new setup and it didn't work. So I went in, deleted all the shadow drivers, did a clean install of Streamlabs, email, uh, tweet, tweeted them for support, and we're golden. There's a slight issue with the webcams, but I will take. I'll, I'm dealing with Microsoft with that for right now. But as you can see, we are live and we're up and running. So, and I decided that you know we had a lot of good stuff to talk about. We might as well do the show tonight at a slightly earlier time. So, my apologies if you're like now tuning in or like, wait, you guys are finishing up, but you just got here. Well, you know, it, yeah. If you follow our Facebook page, we did post an update. We we're doing the show at eight, but you know. We're good. I can't complain. So we're good to go. So let's see. What do we have here? Um, let's go over to housekeeping news. Uh, we'll be here for the next few Tuesdays. I don't see any changes coming soon. Um, I am working on MAGFest photos. So I would, I am kind of hoping to have them up by, by this week or the middle of next week. So we're good with that. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, 
Let's see. Uh, nope, don't do that. All right. Uh, see, I don't have a, a, a stream deck. I'm running everything off of my Surface 3, so that's what, that's what you see me looking at. So I'm just making sure that's on the up and up. Um, also, let's talk about a new topic on this show. I like to call it the Daily Shirt. This is, a sh this is a shirt I got from T-Fury. It's anime style, Final Fantasy Mages, white, red, and black. If not anime style, manga style. Uh, my friend Chris bought this shirt like a couple of months ago, and I thought it was really good. And he said he got it off of one of those sites where, you know, they do like the, the shirt a day thing for like 10 bucks. I did some research, and I found it on, I believe, Public. I bought it, and I got the shirt. And I had to contact him and say that the shirt didn't fit. Now, here's a little backdrop on me. For about, I'd say maybe about two, two and a half years, probably less than that, I used to sell shirts at conventions. I can tell you why certain size shirts and certain cuts don't sell. I can tell you that. But because of that, I pulled the shirt off. I looked at it. It was a extra large unisex style shirt. So I contacted them and I said, I need extra large men's or 2XL. And I looked at my order and it did say XL men's. So they sent me a 2XL, threw it in the wash, let it dry hot, and I'm good. I, I really can't complain. So it's a good shirt. Uh, next week, I haven't decided what shirt I'll be wearing, but I think there is a story for almost every single shirt that I have. Oh! I don't, I don't have those kind of stories for mine, I'm, I'm afraid. I just... I, I find a t-shirt at a place, and I think, oh, cool, that's really good style. Double-check the bank account. Oh, okay, I can afford this. I'll go get it. Like, this one. Yeah. This is, uh, you know, it says, we salute you at the top, and it's, uh, salute your shorts. I was about to say. Mm-hmm. Camp on Awana. 92. No, 91, sorry. All right. So I guess me and Ari will do daily shirts back and forth. For Mako, we'll do, like, the daily trinket or the daily plush. Um, as you can see, she's represented by one of the gods she that that, that, that she worships, which is a Gretzko. And I've discovered that most of the people on my Facebook worship and respect the Gretzko. And if you watch the first season, it's very understandable, especially if you if you kind of loathe your boss. Yeah, she's, very re she's very relatable. Yeah. As I, I believe we said in the first episode, Mako-chan will put something on Cam, you know, and you might hear Damien running in the background, but if her Cam gives the middle finger, I will find an image, drop it up there, so we can all have some type of awesome participation one way or another. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not my camera giving me issues, it's my internet giving me issues. Yeah. And speaking of internet giving me issues, I was home today, and I thought my Xbox One had crapped out on me. Oh, boy. Because I was watching, uh, I was watching uh, Boston Legal, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna flip to the next episode. So I, no, actually no, I was gonna go flip to Netflix to watch something else. I hit the Xbox button to go back, but the controls were still going through through Hulu. So I'm like, this makes no sense. I think I might have hit something on my remote to cause that. Reboot the console. It boots up, says hi, black screen. So I'm like, what the heck. I'm able to get into the apps, and I start freaking out that something's wrong with the bootloader or this or that, and I'm just like, wait, something's not right here. So I tweet out to Mark, to Xbox Live support, and thankfully, Xifer message tweeted back saying, there's an issue with Xbox Live. So I'm just like, okay, I'm good. 
I'm like, you know what? I- I'll play a game. So I popped the World of Final Fantasy. My latest save is in the cloud. So I'm like, no, nah, I think I will go watch some television. So. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was an offline save, but I better safe than sorry. I don't know which one is the uh, latest one. I'm going to assume whatever's in the cloud and whatever's offline is the same one. I say, hey, Active, what's going on, dude? So I just better, better safe than sorry. So, you know. Um, I, I haven't checked live network services yet, but I probably will check it later. So, but you know, it's, yeah. All right. So moving right along, um, we're going to, we got something we want to talk about, I guess real quick, but not as much. We don't want to waste too much time on it. We really don't. And we get passionate about stuff like this and we don't want to go on and on and on. So... Right after Anime Matsuri announced uh, Vic Mignona as a guest, uh, social media basically blew up. Because it's a known fact that... I don't want to say that Anime Matsuri is a hotbed of sexual harassment and stuff like that. It's, it's not. It's the owners that run it that have tried to do some real nefarious stuff. And there is a complete article about that that links to everything on our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Now, on top of that, when Vic was announced, people came out of the woodwork about his accusations, and some of that surprised the hell out of me. Yes, I know the man can be egotistical. Yes, I know the man can be arrogant. I, yeah, I get all of that. He thinks very highly of himself. He holds his ideals to him. A lot of that I attribute to growing up being a religious person because I grew up in a Baptist Christian household and yeah but I'm seeing stories about his sexual allegations and so forth and I was totally surprised by that a part of me tried to understand what was causing this and I kind of get it and the only reason why I made an attempt to understand I want to get a better idea of what's going on before I pass judgment on Anybody. I'd rather hear all sides of the story before anything. And I, I hate to say this. I'm surprised, but I'm not shocked by this. I mean, since the, the whole since the Me Too movement and things that's been happening at the beginning of twenty nineteen, more people are stepping forward about what's about what's happening to them, especially a lot of um uh, female congoers, cosplayers, and friends of mine. So this is this is where we're at now. And yeah, they're they're not giving anybody you know a pass just because oh hey they're they're famous and I don't want to cause issues. Everybody is you know saying screw causing issues. This is what happens, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, being famous means you'd have you have a stronger obligation to not do crazy shit like that that would get you you know arrested or you know or have people you know come out in droves of you know denounce you and shit like that you would think so but with a lot of people that are who get very popular they become hot they become full of themselves they think their popularity will save them and a lot of times it can I've seen people I've seen call out posts on various cosplayers and voice actors and so forth and they're like oh they're cancelled they're cancelled they're cancelled 
I, let me just say this. They're only canceled to you. As long as that person has their fan base and they're still making money, they are not canceled. The most you can do is say, I am not a fan of yours, yada, 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 and you walk away from it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and as um, Ari Broxa says in our, our chat room at uh, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, she is weirded out by the whole Risenbull Rangers group. Now, here's the thing. When all these accusations came up, Vic posted, uh, I would like to call it a heartfelt apology on his Twitter. Now, I could tell you this. A lot of people were mad that he hadn't said anything right away. You have to understand, when accusations like this come out, people need a few minutes to take in what's going on, properly formulate what they have to say, and then post it. And then you got people who will do that, and the apologies are very sincere. Then you got people who will do these types of apologies where it looks like, oh, they're just saying it because they got caught. They're just trying to patch stuff up. And then you got a mix of A and B. I read Vic's um, apology. I look at it this way. If he's truly sorry about what has what has conspired here, he needs to back out of anime Matsuri playing his day. That's it. Back well, out of it. I can let you know, as of right now, three conventions have canceled his appearance. Well, I know, well, an- I know Anime LA canceled him like almost 10 years ago, so... Well, I'm not saying just canceled. I'm saying he was scheduled to appear, and they have said no. Which conventions are these? I mean, for Anime LA, I know he's canceled. As in, they will. He's been banned from the con. That I know. No, yeah. Emerald City Comic Con was supposed to have Vic. Yep. They just posted about seven hours ago that he that his showing has been canceled. Whoops. Anime NYC was supposed to have Vic. <laughs> They have canceled. Wow. Uh, Ranger Stop and PopCon was supposed to have Vic, and they have canceled his appearance. Wow. It begins. Yes, yes. Yeah. So a lot of conventions are looking this over. They are taking note. And a lot of the conventions, conventions are saying no more. And I have to say, now, maybe it's a coincidence but with what happened with Anime LA, conventions are standing up. They're, they're, take, they're finally taking notice. And it's sad that something like that had to happen for them to realize there is shenanigans up the wazoo going on in our own backyard. I mean, I know somebody who quit staffing a convention because one of the staffers basically harassed her. She went to the board and they just turned a blind eye to it. That unfortunately happens more often than people would like. Yes. Maybe, I would say, maybe he has realized the error of his ways and he's no longer like that because I know who he's dating and that person has a child. And I'm just saying, if I was in a relationship with somebody and we had a child and we called it splits and that person and she's dating somebody who has a sort of history like that, I'd be, lo- I'd be losing my top right then and there. I was like, I'm not having this. No. But maybe he has. I don't know. It is what it is. Everyone's allowed to kind of get their self together. But you got to do it for yourself. Now, as for the Risenable Rangers group, after all of this came out, they started to hashtag, I stand with Vic. And again, this goes back to what I said previously about being canceled. As long as you have your fan base and you're making money, that person ain't got nothing to worry about. 
I mean, look, Vic is 53 years old, okay? He, he's, he's getting... Really? Cold. Yes, he, the... You, yes, um, plastic surgery and Botox is an amazing thing. Uh-huh. And Photoshop. Mm-hmm. He photoshops himself way too damn much. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he, he's on his way out anyway. He's gonna be collect. He'll be collecting uh, Social Security and, and gumming on pudding. I don't know. Well, you know. I I'm just hoping that because of all of this. Conventions see what's going on and they realize, you know, we kind of we have to do this, you know, something's got to be done. Listen, mm-hmm. listen to the victims, you know. I can tell you from being on both sides of the coin, conventions will listen if you give them a chance. And I'm gonna reiterate with something I don't know if I talked about it here before, but I've said it before. I know people hate that certain acts and guests go to conventions because of the stuff that they've done, and it's and on top of that, how certain people go to conventions and they hate that the convention hasn't done anything. You have to understand something. If you want the con to not have people at these conventions or attendees, something like that, because of whatever they did, you have to let the convention know. That way they can open an inquiry and handle it, you know? You just can't say, oh, I'm not going to XYZ con because this person was there and this person assaulted... um, my friend did you tell the con no then how can the con do anything but i also get it where it is hard for the victim to step to step up and say something fear of backlash i totally get that but sometimes the bravest thing you can do is just stand up and be like this is what happened to me please do something about it and anybody that can stand up and step forward with that are the bravest people in the world. Now that we got that out the way, let's go on to our next topic. Ari, what's going on over at Studio Ghibli? Um, So apparently there's a rumor that Miyazaki and his son are developing a new Ghibli film. Oh, yeah? Studio Ghibli forever hold a place in animation history given its impressive catalog. Thanks to the likes of Miyazaki and Isayo Takahata, the company is one of Japan's best-known studios, and a news report says Studio Ghibli is looking to expand its catalog with the aid of some Miyazaki magic. Over on Twitter, anime fans turned their attention to Vincent Maraval when the man shared an update. The man heads a production company, Wild Bunch, and has worked with Miyazaki on several occasions. And if he is right, the legendary director and his son are creating new movies for Studio Ghibli. And the tweet translated from French, I believe that's French, I can testify that Miyazaki, father and son team, are at work on two new Studio Ghibli productions. The drawings are incredible. What big emotion. Something's lost in the translation, obviously. So far, Ghibli has yet to comment on the report or announce such films. The company is in production of a movie of Miyazaki currently, as the director came out of retirement, especially for it. So there's no word that the ongoing film is is looped into report and Marival is or if Marival is referring to two entirely different projects. And I will post the link in the chat for you all to look at yourself, so you can read along. <clears throat> Where are we? For those unfamiliar with How Do You Live, you should know it will add to Studio Ghibli's catalog of adaptations. It's a film based off Japanese children's tale, announced a few years back, but production took some time to get started, and producer Toshiro Suzuki updated fans on when the film may be 
may be released, and he admitted it n- might not be for another three or four years. Wow. Hmm. I know there's development hell, but yikes. Well, if you want it done right, I guess. Yeah. A good, like, a bad game that's delayed is bad forever, but a, if a bad, ge- bad game is rushed out of the door, it's bad. Fuck, I fucked that up. Ugh. What about it's, Death Stranding? It's a bad game that is delayed is eventually good, but a bad game that is not is bad forever. There we go. Mm. That, was, that was said about uh, Ocarina of Time. And as ActDef says, Miyazaki and Son sounds like a sitcom I would watch. And I think y'all know what theme song's running through my head right now, so we'll just leave it at that. So, speaking of, of the French... I, I am kind of excited about this. I mean, it's no secret I am a big Rumiko Takahashi fan. I mean, you probably can't see it too well behind me, but I have all of the Blu-rays sitting back there with a couple of duplicates thanks to Viz, and I am on there on the special features as like a super fan, and I'm just like... But anyhow, it seems that Rumiko Takahashi just won an amazing yet prestigious award. It seems that the 46th Angolame International Comics Festival announced last week that Riko Takahashi received the Grand Prix d'Angolame. This award honors the, her entire body of work. Everything. All the mangas, single shots that she's done. I think that was really good. What's also on top of that is that the year's event also included seven mangas that were part of the nominees for Best Comic. But the event has not yet won, announced a winner for that award, so we'll probably find out probably in the next few weeks. Also, what's interesting is that Kamome Shirahana's Witch Hat Out There uh, manga was nominated for Best Youth Comic. That's starting to become like a popular word, Out There. Uh, Kadeja, uh publishes the manga here in English. Maki Sasaki's previously unpublished anthology, uh, Charivari, is also nominated for Best Heritage Comic. It originally ran in the Garo Avant-Garde magazine from 1967 to 1981. Wow. That's pretty cool. Now, it's also interesting that, they're, that the event's also hosting a retrospective exhibition for mangaka Tayo Matsumoto, who created uh, Sunny, Takan, Concrete, and Ping Pong. I've heard of Tech on Concrete, but I've never got a chance to read it. The festival actually is going on right now. It's from the 24th to the 27th in the Anglomay area of France. If I'm butchering any of this language, I apologize. So here's something interesting as well. Last year, the first volume of the horror manga, manga called uh, Kazuo Umezu, uh, Watashi wa Shingo, which it means my name is Shingo, that manga won Best Heritage Comic Award. Naoki Arasawa was also additionally awarded with the Fave Special Award and a Fave Polar SNCF Special Award for Mystery Works. How cool is that? Last year, this event also hosted uh, Hiro Mashima and an exhibition of his works. The man is known for work for creating fairy tale, which is actually a good anime. Yes, it is. And he was also awarded with that with the Fave Special Award. In 2017, the winners were Kazuo Kamimura for Recon Club and the fourth volume of Minotaro Mochizuki's Chisakobe manga. This all started back in 1974 
as an event to celebrate comics from countries around the world. That's awesome. Oh, good lord. Y yes, Active. You, you, yeah, you made that mistake. You could. Actually, either, either theme would have worked. So, you know, I would have I appreciated either one. So. <laughs> okay. All right, Mako-chan, tell us about your fandom. Yay! Um, so, this was first announced in 2014 that the Resident Evil movies would be getting a television show spinoff. Well, more news has come out about that, and it looks like it's being developed for Netflix. It's the same production company uh, that has done the previous six films and is also working on the reboot of the films, also uh, looking to have six films. Um, but it's reported that the series will maintain the basic premise of the games, but will quote-unquote, deepen the existing mythology. Uh, the report describes the story as exploring the dark inner workings of the Umbrella Corporation and the new world order caused by the outbreak of the T-Virus. So, yes, very excited. Um, it kind of sounds like it's going to be a lot closer to the games. Um, I Well, the... First six movies, or I should say the original six movies, or however you want to look at the six movies that have already come out, um, bring in some of the characters from the gaming series, but it's not based around, you know, those characters as the main character. Mm -hmm. um, they are looking to get an entirely new cast for this, so we're probably going to see more along the lines of you know, what the hell Umbrella is doing more than what people are doing to stop them. I, I like the aspect that, you know, the movies are, are its own universe. So it's like you can go back and forth. And it's like uh -huh. the new TV series is taking a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B and running with it. It's sort of like when they rebooted uh, Sailor Moon at Sailor Moon Crystal. A lot closer, but still its own thing. Nonetheless, I would love to see Resident Evil 4 made into a like a TV series, even if it's like Castlevania. Yeah, I or, mean, I, I really I really would have liked the game series to be an animation type of thing, whether that be series or movies or OVAs or however. I just think that aesthetically mm -hmm. would be more pleasing with all of that. But, I mean, weirdness aside, the movies that they did come out with weren't bad. They didn't touch on the actual games. They used the lore. So it's very much, a, you know, side-by-side -side running instead of trying to really, you know, create something with, what's already there okay. um, which i i enjoy because it means that they can play in the sandbox and not screw up the sandcastles that are already there that, that's a nice metaphor i'll give you points for that uh act F says resident evil movies need to die in this series too okay i, I was kind of done with the movies after the third film 
what I want Capcom to do, reboot Onimusha, give us a feudal Japan series on that television series. That's what I want. And if you uh, I will it, say that, you know, going with the whole Capcom thing, there is a live action movie for Monster Hunter and the production company that is doing that one is quote unquote hoping for an opportunity to have a cinematic universe. Um, given how they're doing the movie, their fans are going, uh, no. I, I Ronma, is this greater or yeah. lower priority than a, a new rival schools game? I'm like this at this point because I originally said I wasn't going to get a PS3 until they announced Rival Schools 3. I buy a PS3 from a friend for a great deal. I said, then there's talks of a new Rival Schools game for PlayStation 4. I'm like, make it true. $200 bundle for PS4. I went and bought it. I'm, I'm at a moot point right now, so you know, hell, they could announce tomorrow Final Fantasy 7 Remake is coming out in two weeks. I'll just be like, meh. I'll buy it. It'll sit on my shelf till I get around to playing it. Same thing with Kingdom Hearts 3. I need Kingdom Hearts 3. I need to play it. And as Act Def says, the Monster Hunter movies being done by the same people that did the RE movies. Well, now you know what you're getting yourself into. I'm going to enjoy it, and nobody else will. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of enjoying things, um, looks like Toonami has changed their lineup yet again. So starting in two weeks, this is what you're going to be seeing on Toonami. Starting at 11 p.m., Dragon Ball Super, Boruto, Naruto Next Generations, My Hero Academia, Trash Art Online, Alakization, Mega Low Box, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable, Black Clover, Hunter x Hunter, Naruto Shippuden, Attack on Titan, and surprisingly enough, no Inuyasha or Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I was a little surprised at it myself. Well, you can you can only beat the horse oh so many times. Also, don't sugarcoat it. Tell us how I really feel about Sword Art Online, huh? <laughs> I mean, rip honest, off. I mean, I liked it better when it was called Dot Hack. I mean, really? I mean, hell, Log Horizon was a better store was better than Sword Art. But the thing is, the block, uh, the Toonami block dropped an hour last December. And, and let's see, dropped an hour last December, dropping an hour programming it gained last September and went back to its 11 p.m. start time. Mob Cycle 100 will drop from its current lineup as of February 9th. Pop Team Epic and Mobile Suit Gundam Iron Blood Orphans will drop off the current lineup as of February 16th. The block will premiere Sword Art Online Alkization on the 9th. I think at this point they just need to spin off like Toonami and Adult Swim and give it its own... Um, Station. I mean, that's what Nick did when they did uh, uh, Saturday Night Nick and Teen Nick and all of that, you know? I, I, well, the problem is, is Cartoon Network has had issues with anime yeah, they, they get, since yeah. it's, you know, since it started. And the fact is, they don't like it and mm-hmm. they hate that it's some of the most popular crap on their network. Exactly. People yeah. like anime more than the former shell of Hanna-Barbera Productions. I mean, you can only go so far with Flash animation. Well, I, I think also that they, f- you know, conveniently forget that adults actually enjoy animation. Yeah. 
So a lot of their animation is very juvenile. If they're even showing animation. Mm. Which I have an issue with that. But anyway, um, I wouldn't mind them actually taking a channel and putting it on cable and just filling it with, you know, the more adult animated crap that they have. I think that would do really well. And I think that's kind of where um, Funimation kind of screwed up with the Funimation channel. I mean, they show nothing but dubbed stuff 24-7. I mean, you have a primetime slot. Put on, like, the good, near-gritty stuff and the primetime slots. Overnight, put some good subtitled stuff. I mean, come on. But hey. Yeah, I mean, I not that it would happen, but... You know, I would love to be able to just sit and watch TV and it be, you know, the animated Spawn or Eon Flux. Mm-hmm. You know, the old crap that was on before Liquid I should... television. <laughs> well, yeah, before I should have been watching it and was watching it anyway. Well, I mean, if you have VRV, I think a couple of those titles are on there. It's something, you know. But Well, I, do... I, I own Spawn and Eon Flux and most of Ren and Stimpy and... <laughs> Stimpy, you bullying piece of protoplasm. Yeah. I've got a whole collection of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is I just want to like be able to... VHS tapes? No. Um, anytime I actually see it for a decent deal on DVD or Blu-ray, I pick it up. I have the animated Spawn in... Um, a metal case. I mean, nice. hell, Spawn was so good. Todd McFarlane did the intros and warned people that it's just going to be gruesome. Mm-hmm. I still watched it. So, That's I the kind of crap I want. I probably shouldn't have, but I still watched it. Yep, yep. <laughs> like, I would, I would love for Cartoon Network, Toonami, whoever can pick it up, to actually show the um, Hunter D movies again. Mm. Well, that reminds me of Saturday Anime on Sci-Fi. Yes, I have. Yeah, a, that's I, what I want back. I, have but a, I just want look, it in a channel that does nothing but that. Look, I have on VHS somewhere in my house uh, one of those Saturday morning and uh, Sci-Fi Anime mornings with yours and yet, sir, in a movie too, Beautiful Dreamer, hosted. That by is Apollo my favorite Smile. movie from that. <laughs> I would sit and watch the crap out of that. That's actually how I was introduced to Ghost in the Shell. Oh, have you seen... The, I miss that crap. Have you seen the shirt, Ghost in the Taco Bell? Yes, yeah, I I've have. Seen it. I actually went looking to see if you could find it, but nope. Okay, speaking of watching, um, Ari, what should we... What about this live-action show we should be watching? Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. <laughs> the official t- Twitter account for Backstreet Girls, Goku Dolls, or Yakuza Idols... The live-action film adaptation of Jasmine Gyu's Backstreet Girls comedy manga revealed on Sunday that the project will also include a live-action TV series. The new series will air on MBS and TVS's Drama Isn't Programming block, and it'll premiere on MBS on February 27th and TVS on February 19th. It'll be six episodes long. Kinosuke Hara is returning to direct the series, and Hirohiro Ito is returning to write the script alongside Kota Fukihara and Midori Sato. The main cast from the film is also returning, and new cast for the series includes Arisa Komiya and Hide- Hideo Nakano. 
Ryujin Kiyoshi will perform the opening song, Koshite Koshite Yashinate, and a different artist will perform the ending theme each week. And it opens, and the film opens February 8th. Uh, the film stars Jin Shirashu, Reina Masaki, Matsudo Hanazawa, Natsumi Okamoto, Ruka Matsuda, Akane Sanaoki, Tetsuya Sugaya, <clears throat> Nana Asakawa, Hitoshi Ozawa, Dori Sakurada, Rena Osugi, and Koichi Iwaki. And Ko- <clears throat> Kodansha Comics began publishing the manga, the manga digitally in English on October 14th and described the series as Tough Gang on Retribution takes a disturbingly bright, sunny, t- shiny turn and is insanely guilty pleasure about three Yakuza who, as her payment for the failures, must undergo a major surgery and become a hot female idol trio. So what happens when they become the big, the next big pop sensation? Oh boy. Uh, this series wait. is a mouthful. Is I, amazing. I can't wait. And horrible. <laughs> I can't wait. It's both. Like at the same time? Yes. yes. Like, I I sat and watched this series with Ranma one weekend when he was out. And the two of us just, there were parts of it that our mouths were just open. Like, did they really just do that? And it was amazing, but horrible. But amazing. As in plenty of what the fuck moments? There are two words that can describe Backstreet Girls. Elegantly wasted. Huh. Yeah. So a classy bitch who can't stand up from drinking so much? No. 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 (laughs) On your next, I'm telling you, on your next day off, Around 11 o'clock in the morning, j- just marathon it. Yeah, this is definitely one that it's. I, I was very happy to marathon it because I don't know that I would have come back to finish watching it if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, but horrible. And some people will be offended by the show. Oh, there are going to yeah. be tons yes. of people offended I've by this crap. I've already seen the backlash, and I'm like, I think y'all need to read the manga and understand what's going on first before, you know. I mean, this this is horrible, and it's amazing, and those are the only two words I can use to describe this series. Okay, all right, all right. Let's go on to Detective Pikachu, please. <laughs> oh, you mean the freaking movie that has a sequel that is already, you know, being what? put together. Well, you have to understand, this is not the first... Three months before the actual movie even comes out. I don't think it's the first movie to ever have pulled something like that, but, you know. No, but at the same time... How with, many anime films have done this? No, 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 no. The, the problem is, is that with all of the issues that everybody has had with Sonic the Hedgehog, who do they get to write the sequel of the Detective Pikachu movie? It's the same people. A Sonic the Hedgehog writer. Yes. Possible crossover? Dear God, I hope not. <laughs> The only way that they could do a crossover that I would actually like is if it was Brawl. Or just imagine the next Pokemon game. Um, so- 
Sonic Hedgehog. <laughs> or just so- Ash beating Sonic the Hedgehog with a Pokeball, and <laughs> Sonic just looks at him like... <laughs> Sonic uses Spin Dash. It was super effective. <laughs> Okay, I just I think Act Def just signed my death warrant. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this though, if they're gonna put Sega characters in the next Project Crossing game, put Sonic in there. <laughs> Team them up with Mario. Okay, okay, we, we, all right, we're done. Okay, okay. His character theme will be Escape from the City from a uh, Sonic Adventure Two. Okay, okay, all right, all right, okay. Act F. I'm sorry. I am sorry. No, you're not. (laughs) God damn it, Mako-chan! I'm trying to save face here! Too late! I don't think there's anything that you can say that will make up for the fact (laughs) that you want these things that should never mix. (laughs) <laughs> now what if by some odd reason this actually happens <laughs> what a crossover no the fact that uh, Sonic is a Pokemon in the next game does that make Shadow a legendary maybe he's a shiny <laughs> he wouldn't be a shiny I don't, I don't he'd no. be an alternate form Huh? Huh? <laughs> no. Anyway, the only thing I, the only thing I would say is I would hunt tails down first. I think what would happen is Uncle Chuck would be a legendary. No. <laughs> Fifty points to whoever gets that reference and. Oh, I do. I get it. Okay, Active, that's just that's just hitting below the belt. That's hitting below the the belt. Oh, oh God! Why did you say that, Active? Please. Oh. Because he's getting ba- he's getting back at me. That's why. And oh it's his God! Right. He's getting back at all of us. No, me especially. That that was his God given right. So. So, so basically, we're getting a Detective Pikachu too. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, hooray! We've got until May to be able to see the first one, and yet you can be assured that there's a second one already being written. So, I really hope you like the first one. Otherwise, we're screwed. <laughs> Yes, I know I started it. But god damn it, ActDev didn't finish it like a champ. Bravo, sir. Bravo. Alright. Also, quick bit of a trivia slash rumor. Mm. Um one of one of the prevailing, you know, memes or jokes is that Ryan Reynolds took the role of Pikachu. Just so he can make fun of it in the next Deadpool movie. I'm all for it. He made fun of himself in being in the Green Lantern film, so why not? 
But yeah, but Green Lantern film was a shit should have deserved every bit of mockery it got. I thought it was okay, but you know, you have to understand, I am just the average comic fan, so you know. Mm-hmm. But speaking of free stuff, Shuisha launches a free global Manga Plus service. It's called Manga Plus, and it's available worldwide except in China, Japan, and the South Korea because they, those countries already have their own services. Uh, you can check out the website now. Uh, there is a Spanish version of the site coming soon, um, next month. And the app is going to be on iOS and Android, so sorry, BlackBerry and Windows 10 users. Yeah. So right now, the service has 50 titles with 13 complete series, and they'll be adding more as time goes. The service publishes a new chapter currently serialized manga from Shuisha's Shonen Jump and Jump Square magazines and the Shonen Jump Plus service as the same time as they release in Japan. While Manga Plus is, a, is free to download and use, users can also purchase compiled book volumes for specific manga. The first and last chapter of a series is also free. A portion of the revenue from the advertisements on the website go directly to the manga cause, which is really good. Uh, Viz recently launched its Shonen Jump service in December, which similarly offers a simultaneous publishing of serialized manga as well as cataloged uh, titles. In an interview with ANN, uh, Shonen Jump Plus, Plus editor Shuhei Hosono outlined what is different between its Manga Plus and Viz service. Um, basically, Manga Plus is available worldwide except for those three countries that we mentioned previously. Viz's service is only available in uh, United States, Canada, the UK, Ireland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, the Philippines, Singapore, and India. The availability of these titles outside of the Weekly Stone and Jump magazine, and the addition of some titles that have never had an English release. So that's really cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Let's see what else we have here. Oh, I pulled the thing away by accident. So, we have a lot of titles. Uh, you're going to see titles like One Piece, My Hero Academia, Haikyuu, Demon Slayer, uh, Boruto, Blue Exorcist, uh, Hunter x Hunter, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc V, Dragon Ball Super, uh, Naruto, Rosario Vampire, Nisekoi, Part 1 of One Piece, Tokyo Ghoul, Dragon Ball, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and Bleach. Just to name a few titles. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, aren't, there, aren't there some comic, uh, you know, services that also, you know, have access to some mangas as well? So say that again. I think there are a couple of, of uh, you know, comic services in the con- over here, like for, I guess, American comics that have yeah. some access to a. Uh, DC Universe, yeah, DC Universe Online, I believe. Uh, Comixology is another one. So, uh, yeah. All right. Before we get into the last topic, let's uh, refer to um, Ari's beard. I mean, he you you could basically be Bobby Blackwell's twin brother. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, you, you got that beard going. I can't do anything like that, so... My friends say I look a lot... I get compared to Thor a lot. Well, next time you're at work, you should put the hammer at your desk and be like, yes. 
I think the like the reference might be lost in like two thirds of my uh, customers, but eh, worth a shot. Exactly. All right, before we go ahead and get into our strange news from Japan, Ari, tell tell us about these dress shirts, and and, and I want one. I really do. <clears throat> so, as of November, Pikachu can now be part of your legal signature in Japan, thanks to a line of Pokemon personal seals. But if you're old enough to be pulling your signature on contracts and other important documents, there's a chance you have a professional or private life that requires you to dress up in big boy clothes now again, now mm. and again. But Pokemon Passion is now covered on that end, too. So, Japan's men's dress shirt maker, Original Stitch, is teaming up with the beloved anime and video game franchise that create the brand new Pokemon shirts label and are jumping into the venture with both feet. Rather than play it safe and offer just a Pikachu, Original Stitch can make you a custom fit, a custom shirt featuring any of the first 151 Pokemon. Alright. And what makes the whole thing especially cool is how much minute customization you can do. Like, you can have the Pokemon pattern across the entire shirt, like with the Pikachu design it shows, but you can also compartmentalize your Pokemon salute to the collar and the cuffs, like the uh, Squirtle and Bulbasaur shirts that's linking from its Instagram account. And also has, you know, just the pocket square, but just the pocket section as well. You can go super subtle with Pokemon patterns on the inside of the collar and cuffs. Of course, big part of the problem in Pokemon games lies in choosing not just one species, but in assembling a team of different Pokemon for success in any battle. And let's combine more than one pattern on the same shirt. Like this one's got a Magipuck, Magikarp and a Jigglypuff pattern, which actually looks kind of good. Uh, Slowbro with Golem. And uh, other patterns have been revealed, including Eevee, Slowpoke, and Gyarados. And there's a Surfing Pikachu as well. And uh, Original Stitch off- officially started taking orders for the shirts, which are priced in 10,000 yen, which is about 90 bucks. Yikes. Well, it is a in- custom shirt, so... Yes, but <clears throat> nonetheless. In late February, but from January 26th to 28th, the first 20 designs will be available as a pre-start promotion. During that period, the available designs will be Pikachu, Eevee, Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Vulpix, Vulpix Geodude, Slowpoke, Fero, Ponyta, Magikarp, Radicate, Slowbro, Pidgeot, Beedrill, Golem, Poliwag, Kakuna, Jigglypuff, and Gyarados. And they have a link to their uh, their website. That's pretty cool, because I always believed in th- about carrying my fandom on the sleeve. Like, if you know me, like, my headphones, I, I have two sets of headphones, and if you look um, here, I'll show you real quick. Yeah, those have the Ronma One Half logo on them. My other headphones, which are up there, uh, sitting on on the shelf up there, have Sailor Venus's uh, emblem on it, and that's how I would rock it. You know, I wouldn't. It's something subtle. I mean, I would love to wear a shirt. You know, like since I'm a Ronma One Half, I, I wouldn't mind wearing like a red shirt with the pocket and has like his name in kanji, in gold kanji script. You know, like on the pocket, so, something like that. It's Interesting, no, slightly, it's subtle yet noticeable. I would love to, I would love to rock a shirt like that. That's my style, you know. And I guess I can only imagine paying, you know, for, you know, more out the ass for trying to make one in my size. And I, 
And I guess we can get a rockabilly style uh, dress for Mako-chan with Mew, with Mewtwo on it. Uh, I have Sailor Moon and various Disney characters. I would be happy with Pokemon as well. There you go. Okay. Now, now that we've gone ahead and gotten through all of that, it's time to, for the best part of the show that y'all really enjoy, Strange News from Japan. And my apologies if it blows out your ears. So I'm kind of hoping that it doesn't. Let me do a slight volume adjustment. There we go. We should be good. All right, so let's see what we got here today. It's taking what? I'll take the last one. I'll take the first one against my better judgment. Mm. All right. Then I got the second one then. <clears throat> Rock and roll, people. Japan's crazy 6,000-calorie sushi roll includes a pizza as a topping. I think somebody on my Facebook who was in Japan actually had that. That poor bastard. Yes, maybe she is. <laughs> Setsubun is one of Japan's more unusual celebrations. Held each year in early February, it's sometimes referred to in English as the Bean Throwing Festival, since you're supposed to throw roasted soybeans either out of your home's door or at someone dressed as an oni slash ogre, which somehow blesses your family, you and your family with good luck in the year to come. Story checks out. You could also think of Setsubun as the sushi roll-eating festival because the more delicious part of the holiday is when you stuff yourself with ehomaki luxury sushi rolls while facing whichever direction of the compass divinators have determined to be the lucky one for the year. <clears throat> Most ehomaki contain high-priced ingredients like premium sashimi or shellfish, but Japanese restaurant chain Amataro figures there's nothing wrong with having both quality and quantity, which is delivering... With the sh which is which which it is delivering with the shocking Akuma no Ehomaki or Devil's Ehomaki. Hmm. Figures that like how fitting that Okuma is in the title because this thing will give it will hit the your heart with the Shun Goku Satsu. The name seems. Hmm? It kind of reminds me of the KFC's Double Down. Your heart will die a thousand deaths. Yeah. <laughs> The name seems to be more a reflection of the sushi rolls, addictive decadence and any genuine evil. I disagree. Let's see. Star vanilla. Let's see. It is. The ingredients are listed as yakiniku beef, short rib meat, mayonnaise, egg, pizza, garlic rice wrapped in seaweed, deep fried pork fillet cutlet, and sausage. And it's only the garlic rice and pork cutlet. Color technically part of the roll, and since the rice may not be vinegared, the Devil's Ehomaki technical sushi sass is somewhat hazy. On the other, really, the status of it being sushi now is where you're calling foul on us. <clears throat> on the other hand, when the Ehomaki's mouthwatering toppings include a thin crust pizza, you can kind of forgive Amatawa for not being able to fit everything inside. It weighs one and a half kilograms, which is about 3.3 pounds. If you're wondering how much it might add to your personal body mass, the calorie count is 6,000, equivalent to about three days' worth of calories for an average adult male by Japanese dietary guidelines. Thankfully, Amatara is an izayaki, meaning that you're supposed to share those calories with a group of friends over drinks, 
and share it at the cost of $3,990 and $3,990 yen, which is about 36 bucks. I could probably eat that whole thing by myself. Oh, God, but would you want to? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know that I would want to eat any part of that. <laughs> Actually, from the picture before it said it was it specifically said it was sausage I thought there was like there were hot dogs in that thing I'm like oh god it's like Taco Bell designed sushi eh, but not as health conscious <sighs> oh god I should look puke just looking at that okay can we move on yeah if if you were hoping not to puke this exactly. is not gonna help yeah. So a Japanese man uh, dated a cockroach for a year. And we're not talking cockroach from the Cosby show either. And uh, was so smitten that he longed to have sex with this cockroach. <laughs> uh, yeah. So his um, passion is actually cooking insects. Uh and eating them. Um, not that that's a bad thing. Most cultures do have insects as their main protein. Um, but this is a little weird. Uh, he ended up purchasing a cockroach that he called Lisa from Africa and dated it for about a year. Uh, he became so attached to her that he started to feel as if they were communicating but it was destined to be a short romance due to her short lifespan. So uh, the reason why I mentioned that he likes cooking bugs and eating them. Um, when she passed, uh, Shinohara says he reverently ate her so that she now lives on in his body. Uh, he speaks fondly of her as his first love and openly admits that when she was alive, he imagined what it would be like to have sex with her in a fantasy world where either she was supersized or he was miniaturized. Ew. Oh, God, this gets worse with every single word. Just, just, ew. I, I get that, you know, there are people out there that enjoy inanimate objects a little too much for my taste um but ew looking for love in all the wrong places he ate her and not in the good way that that that's like Hannibal Lecter kind of things right there he ate the love of his life but did he have a fine wine though Maybe a nice Chianti. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's, you know, it's cockroach. And, you know, everybody's got something that they, you know, fall head over heels in love with. But this is a cockroach. Can we just uh, move on to the next one? Sure. You know, at least you didn't consummate things. Yeah. 
But he wanted to. Yeah. But, um... But he wanted to. I know. Ew. I know. Ew. Okay, there is one thing that I've always said. If you're able to do nefarious things like a boss, you really shouldn't run your mouth about it. Because that'll get you in trouble. Such as this guy. Who bragged to the cops about how much he could bench press being a ninja burglar. It seems that 42-year-old Osaka resident Kazuki Nishimura recently said that he can bench press about 264 pounds. Now, if you're telling me that, I think that's pretty cool. Telling a detective that, that's questioning you about something, not so much. And that's what happened. He told this to a police investigator who was questioning him in regards to an arrest for a string of burglaries. Now, Nishimura has admitted to the charges, and he's accused of a total of 27 successful and attempted robberies that happened between April of 2017 and October of last year. His MO was to climb to the top of the buildings, scale up fire escapes, fences, external air cooling ducts, and break in through the windows or the doors on the roof where his breaking and entering was less likely to be seen or heard on the street level. Once he got inside, he would use a crowbar to crack open safes and lock boxes, and during that period of time of 18 months, he was able to procure 9.45 million yen, which is a little bit over $85,000, and that's in money and product vouchers. Now, because of the mix and the stealthy and agility employed, the investigators began calling the suspect a ninja, which is kind of understandable. But Nishimura didn't always live up to the aura of capable coolness his nickname suggests. During a failed robbery in August of 2017, he dropped his home key at the crime scene, which the police was able to use and identify him as a suspect, and even found the gym where he worked out at. Wow. But it wasn't until October last year when he was caught in the act exiting a building he had broken into and stolen 670,000 yen in cash. With the Osaka Prefecture Police announcing the details this week as his trial date approaches, during his questioning, Nishimura told the investigators, I'm confident in my physical strength. I could bench press 120 kilos and I can climb to the top of a five-story building in one minute. Nishimura, who has no official employment, surprise, of course not. Surprise, yeah. surprise. <coughs> also told the investigators that I committed the robberies. I did it for living expenses, making his conviction almost certain. So now probably all he can do is hope whichever correctional facility he ends up in at least has a gym. Well, it probably will, but I'm pretty sure that it's not going to let the uh, quote-unquote ninja you know, out of their sight for too long. What about Nanbaka? What? What? <laughs> That's all I got to say. Are we done here? Yeah. Yeah. I I I am I am perfectly okay with that. So, 
done. I think that brought a little bit more out of us than we normally expected. So, yeah. So if you like the show, tell a friend. They're going to tell another friend, so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers. We're independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we tell you what we like and don't like, we're telling you the truth. So if you have any questions about the show, ideas, suggestions, drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post our weekly podcast. Links to our um, YouTube videos. I'm sorry for blanking out like that. My bad. YouTube videos are... Convention photos, anime reviews, cosplay interviews, convention reports, editorials, so much more. That's all that and more at AnimeJamSession.com, and we're doing some slight changes. I hope you like what we do. Don't forget, you can find our show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Player FM. Anywhere that you have a podcasting app, you can find us, and that's Anime Jam Session. And a lot of these pages will allow you to leave like little reviews. So if you have a few minutes, we want to hear a review. We want to know what's up. Um, follow us on social media. We're Anime Jam Session at YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And I just want to say to everybody that follows us on our social media sites, thank you so much. We could not do this show without you, really. Now, what the heck is going on in the chat room? Okay. As Ranger Serena says, sometimes I wonder who is worse, Japan or Florida? Yes. Two to one, it's Florida. And Japan, then, the Florida of Asia. And then there are those odd times where you swear it's Florida and you find out it's Ohio and you go, oh. It's like, oh, I'll allow it. Yes. And don't forget to follow us back here on our Twitch stream, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Thank you to Twitch TV slash VOG Network and everybody else that's hosting us. We really appreciate that. Uh, so we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. I'm going to have to take another shower tonight to get some of these images out of my head. Sorry. We are so sorry about that, maybe. Last words, Mako. I have a kitty. But can we hear him, though? No, he's not meowing. He's mm. purring, though. Of course. My last words is, I can't wait to save this. I can turn the heat on because it's a little bit cold. A little bit cold? Yeah, I say a little bit because, oh, God damn it. Because I'm wearing my shirt and a Henley underneath it, so I'm kind of warm, so. It's currently six degrees with the feels like of negative nine. It's more than a little cold. I see you're six and I raise you ten. I can't imagine what our Midwest friends are going through. Below You're 30? raising me 10? 10 is warmer than 6. I don't know. It's either way, freaking cold. Okay. Can we, shall we get out of here then? Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Maka-chan. That's it. We're all we're done. We're golden. Oh, okay, let me flip this around.
This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!